0: I just would like to share a portion of scripture with you. I'm not bringing a a, a big, massive re- revelation this morning. Um, I just want to share with you something that um, I have I have actually spoken to you in the past, but God has been speaking to me very strongly again in this direction, and um, and I have even been sharing here in the school um, um, this word. Um, you know, one of my one of my Favorite passages of the Bible is the the Sermon of the Mountain. Um, in Matthew six, we see the model prayer or the Lord's prayer, and you have heard me hundreds of times probably talk about the three T's right of the of the of the Lord's prayer, and the tribulation, the trespasses, and the temptations, the different things that we go through in life, and how important it is to identify those things in our in our own walk with the Lord, in order to identified if, 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 if basically we are facing an attack from, from the enemy or if we're just dealing with the tribulations of life, we live in a broken, fallen world, or if we are challenged by trespasses, which is basically what, what people do to us. But it doesn't matter what we do or it doesn't matter what we face, the Lord is always bringing something good out of that. The Lord is, is bringing um, hope uh, forgiveness, um, endurance, and faith and trust in Him through all these different things. But then, if we continue reading on the context of Matthew chapter 6, of course we have the model prayer from verses 5 to 15. And then we move to to the verse 16, and, and I'm, I'm reading here from my New King James Bible. And we have these titles that have been given like fasting to be seen only by god so that's god encouraging believers to be honest with god and not to pretend not to use their faith um as something to 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 brag or to create a, a false image of who we are then it goes to say or to teach about lay up treasures in heaven the important thing the importance of focusing on on the things which are eternal not in the in the things of this world which pass then he moves to talk about the lamp of the body our eye being the lamp of the of the body and uh, and the importance of looking to the things that are good not the things that are not good for us then we he moves on this is jesus talking all the time you cannot serve God and riches and again it's about us putting ourselves in a position of uh, understanding who our master is our savior is and realize that um, we have to deal with our shadow mission you know with that other agenda that we sometimes carry with us even when we mean good things even when we try to do good things for the lord sometimes we are carrying that shadow mission that 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 agenda that dead body if you like wants to do other things and then finally we go to the final section of this chapter six this is our context today and the title is do not worry do not worry wow we worry so much don't we we are worrying all the time about everything but the lord jesus says do not worry do not worry i'm in control i'm in charge Do not worry about things that you don't have control over. Do not worry about tomorrow because just worry about the things of today or focus on the things of today. Don't worry about the things of the future because you don't know how they will develop. Um, And then verse 33, and that's the key verse for today. Matthew 6, 33. The New King James Version says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. The the New Living Translation, um, I got my other Living Translation Bible here, says, seek the the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Thank you, Chema and Oz, for, for, for the passages there on the screen. Hallelujah. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and everything else shall be added to you. Now, so many times we spend um, a huge amount of time worrying about the things that the Lord has promised to give it to us if we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. You know, so many times I always say 90-95% of the things that we are constantly worrying about are the things that the Lord have, has promised to, to give it to us. So I just would like to, to leave you with three or four points, basic points that will help you, um, hopefully will help you to, to focus on the Lord Jesus. The first thing that He's encouraging us is to seek Him, to seek the kingdom, to seek Him and His righteousness, to seek Him, not to seek anything else, but to seek the Lord. And I think in order for us to do that, we have to be extremely honest with ourselves and and be real about about the the different tools that he has given us in order for us to to seek him. Um, Here in the Bible School and here in Germany, things are not different from the things that you are facing there. Actually, I was quite surprised to you know, I, I was I was a student here about 20 years ago. And I will have I will have come. I remember ten years ago um, I came to the um, uh, kind of um, celebration um, of the tenth year anniversary of of the church where Bethany is right now, with the boys Crossroads International Church. Next week we will celebrate twenty years, and um, I was part of the planting of that church, and I have seen. Only in 10 years, from the 10th year anniversary to, to where we are now, I have seen a change. I have seen a change in in believers. I have, I have seen kind of the result of the strategy of the enemy. And I have seen I have seen a lot of people discouraged. I see a lot of people struggling with um, mental health. I see a lot of people um, constantly tired and burdened. I was actually surprised um, to see that the things that we have been experiencing in Scotland are not that different to the things that the the, the Church of the Living God is experiencing everywhere. Um, we have several nationalities represented here in the school and uh, and they everyone is struggling with the same things. Yes, of course, the couple of years of, of COVID did not help, but um, it's very important to realize that the Lord has given us tools, and those tools are eternal. And those tools are prayer. Those tools are reading the Bible. Those tools are um, fellowship with believers. Those tools are worship. And I want to encourage you with this, because if we try to find our own way and in our own kind of reason to live our Christian life, we will be constantly failing and constantly struggling because God has given us those tools, those weapons that, that, that will help us to, to advance and to take victory. You see, victory is a, is a word of warfare. We like to talk about um, success, successful ministries, successful pastors, successful churches um successful Christian events and crusades. But God is encouraging us to be people of victory. Success is business related. Victory is warfare related. And we are in a in a in a war. We are in a war with um with the prince of this world. And he wants to do he wants he will do anything in his power for you and I to get distracted and the focus of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is massive. This, this doesn't change. It doesn't matter how, how, how much theology we know. It doesn't matter how, how many years we have been a Christian. Or for how many years we've been going to church. The main strategy of the enemy. Is to take away the focus from the Lord Jesus. So then you become vulnerable. Then you become a lonely sheep. And, and you are an easy target. We have a lot of military or military background people in this congregation. You know what I'm talking about. The enemy wants to distract you. The enemy wants to bring darkness and lack of clarity, lack of instructions, um, so you are confused. But the Lord is very clear. He's giving us the, the the you know the word of God and He's giving us our line of communication with Him, so we can have everything in our power to be to be successful. Or to be victorious, shall I say. To be victorious. Now, the Lord is encouraging us one thing, to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. But look at look at that sentence. Seek, seek first the kingdom of God, in other words, the things of Him and His righteousness. His righteousness can only be applied in our lives when we interact with others. And you heard me again a hundred times talk about the cross. That, vertical and horizontal relationship that John 3 16 and 1st John 3 16 is about you and God and it's about you with the help of the Lord and the people around you constantly I will never get tired of saying this it's so important that we keep our eyes focused on Jesus but at the same time that we understand that we are put in this world to minister to one another to be salt and to be light not to be Um, Not to hide, not to um, exclude ourselves in in a particular environment, but to be present and to bring the righteousness of God. The Bible describes us as that we are, that we can become the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. So the goal of Jesus Christ coming and dying at the cross for our sins is that we can become the righteousness of God through Him. In other words, that we are put and planted in this world as an agent of righteousness to the world that we can speak out for the for for the for the weak, that we can speak out for those who are struggling for those who don't have a voice we are the church of the living god and the lord has encouraged us to to, is encouraging us to to take that power and to speak in the name of the lord for those who are broken those who are struggling and to share with them good news hallelujah this is the gospel the good news. So I want to encourage you, number one, to seek the Lord. Number two, and again, you probably heard me saying this before, to be honest to yourself or to be honest with yourself. So many times we it's so easy to point a finger and to blame a pastor or a church or a leadership or a boss or my parents or my circumstances of the things that I don't have the things that i wish i could have it is so easy to point the finger it is so easy to blame others but just seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and i want to encourage you as mature believers as people of god to remember this seek god and be extremely honest with yourself brutally honest with yourself you need to know and i need to know who we are because if we understand who we are we understand also the things that we have to put before the cross when we understand who we are all of a sudden we can look at at the word of god and we it's like a mirror and then we realize the greatness of the lord and we realize our our weaknesses we realize our shortcomings and that's actually the wonderful time where you can surrender that to the Lord and say, Lord, give me victory in these areas. Lord, help me through. So seek God. That would be my, my, my point number one. Through prayer, through Bible reading. Number two, be honest with yourself. Be extremely honest with yourself. Never be afraid to be honest with yourself because if you cannot be honest with yourself, you cannot be honest to others and you cannot be honest to God. Be honest with yourself. Number three. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. So I would say, take responsibility. Take responsibility. Seek God. Be honest with yourself. Take responsibility. This message I shared with you, I mentioned it many times, but I share it to you, especially when we came out of COVID. And after 18 months as a church, everything via Zoom, We finally came back to the building. We were so happy to be back in the building and to worship the Lord together. And um, it was a time where we felt the Lord was leading us into a new season. Remember that? A new season. You know, I've never seen anything like in Elgin, how we have prayed for God to give us constantly the spiritual keys for the new spiritual season that we were facing. And God will do that every year or two. We will go through a different season and the Lord will give us a key and uh and i i believe with all my heart that when we started the new season um this is what the lord was saying to us Seek god be honest with yourself and take responsibility in other words we came out of 18 horrible months of COVID to a place where we could shine our light again and that we could worship and celebrate together again and um i've been thinking obviously a lot about you guys and praying a lot about you and understanding that you're going through a season a season of growth, a season where um, your your previous pastor, myself and Bethany, we've been there for 10 years. And now you guys are going through a transition, uh, adapting, getting to know one another, um, you know, without having the shepherd there. And um, a little bit like the 120 in the upper room for 10 days, they are waiting the promise and trying to, you know, kind of um, be with one another and cope with one another and understand one another and celebrate one another and tolerate one another. Um, But I'm praying and and I believe that God has big plans for you. And I believe and I pray for the new pastoral couple that they will be such an amazing blessing to you and that they will take this congregation to to the next level in in, in God's hand. But I, I want to encourage you with these three things. Seek God, be honest with yourself and take responsibility. Take responsibility means you need to know who you are and you need to know your strengths and your weaknesses. And I want to encourage you for you to take responsibility, for you to realize that if you just look around around you right now, if you just look to the person next to your, you know, next to you, to your right, to your left, you know, there are not that many people today, but this is is it. This is it, you know? Um, you know, we may we may dream with a, an army of angels to come and help us, or we can, you know, dream with a revival that you know thousands of people all of a sudden. But before any of that may happen, you know, God kept the 120 in the upper room for 10 days, waiting the promise. And I want to encourage you to wait on the promise of the Lord, never to get discouraged, never to be, never to quit. And you are great people. You are not quitters. You are faithful you love the Lord, you you are there. And you have so many gifts and talents. Some of you um, have have gifts in in, in ministry, um, in terms of public ministry. Some of you have talents in teaching. Some of you have talents in administration. Some of you have talents in, in giving. Some of you have talents in encouraging. But the most amazing thing is, Those talents have been given to you by God to edify the kingdom of God, to edify the church and the church are those who are around you. The church is not an abstract picture. The church is those who are sitting next to you right now in front of you and behind you. Uh, So seek first, the kingdom of God, be honest with yourself, take responsibility, take responsibility. And I will throw a bonus there a number four which is avoid distractions. Avoid distractions. In our Christian life, distractions are all over the place. You can, you know, use your, your mobile phone. I got a new, a new mobile phone here and a new number, obviously here in Germany, and I'm trying to work out this thing. And, uh, you know, there's so many options and there's so many things there that are a potential distraction, right? Don't allow anything to distract you from the things which are eternal. I want to encourage you, I did when I was a pastor there with you, and I encourage you from here. um, Do not compromise ever with your prayer time and your Bible reading. You see, when I came here to the Bible school, I was surprised about the spiritual state of this place. And the first thing that we did is prayer every morning and prayer every evening. Um, I start my day, uh, I woke up around 5.30 in the morning, I get ready, and then around 6.30, um, I'm in chapel, which is just here, let me see if I can show you, this this roof over there, I don't know if you can see that roof anyway, that's the chapel of ETS, as I said, another day I will, I will show you around, but um, it's a big balcony and you can see the whole Black Forest, it's a beautiful place, and every morning at 6.30 I go there and pray in that balcony, it doesn't matter if it's raining or snowing or whatever, I just go there and I, and I pray, say, Lord, I just pray the blessings of the Lord upon this school. And then I go inside and, and I just read. I read a few Psalms. I read the Bible. And then I come home, I have my breakfast, and then I start my, my, my busy day. Very busy day. And, um, and then we close if the day at 8 o'clock, you know, and we, are, we go down to the, to the chapel and we have a bit of background music and uh, some kind of dim lights. And uh, everyone is showing up, we have all the students, part of the faculty and staff showing up and we start praying and we pray for one another and we lay hands on each other every single day. Every student is probably prayed over four or five times daily, you know, people laying hands on them and praying for them, praying in the spirit, uh, asking the Lord to bless them and to give them guidance. Guys, you need to do the same thing for one another, pray for one another pray for one another take time to pray i don't know i don't know if 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 you're back to um, meeting uh, in the building for prayer or you're doing the prayer through, through zoom but it doesn't matter the format but pray for one another husbands pray for your wives wives pray for your husbands you know um pray for one another Pray for your leadership. Pray, pray for the season that you are going through. Pray for decisions. Pray, pray for the finances of the church. Pray for the Lord to open the right doors. Pray for, pray for new souls. You know, it's actually when we start praying for the Lord to send us new souls. It's, it's when we, we develop that amazing heart for for evangelism, and evangelism becomes something that we just do. It's not a program. It's not. It's just something that we just cannot. Shut up. We just cannot stop. We just have to share the love of God with one another. I want to encourage you. The enemy wants to destroy. This is a real battle. I see as I travel now through different churches and I preach in different places. I was preaching in those last week. You remember my sermon on the eagle, the, the eaglet and the snake? Remember that sermon? I, I preach about that. We are not chickens. We are eagles. And I have been, you know, encouraging the church. I will be the first week of November. I will be preaching in the um, in the convention of the Church of God in Germany. I, I will be four days with all the pastors, then two days with um, the with the youth, the youth leaders, and then I will be on Sunday preaching one of the biggest bigger churches of the Church of God here in the area uh, or in the country, really. And um, I, and I have this heart to build a church to encourage one another. But when I look back to local churches, to believers, to faithful people who are there who come to worship every Sunday, that are faithful with their giving, that are faithful with their gifting. I want to encourage you with this. Don't allow the enemy. Don't allow the enemy to f- confuse you. Don't allow the enemy to take your focus from the Lord Jesus. And he is he's a liar and he's a killer. He's a murderer, and he has come to kill and to steal and to destroy it. But the Lord Jesus says that he has come to give us life and life more abundantly than the things that we can find in the world. So I want to encourage you with these words. Don't allow the enemy to defocus, to, to, to take away your focus from the Lord Jesus, because the Lord loves you and he's coming back for his church and the Lord is working. You know, when we are in Elgin or in the area, you may see our, our vision of, of the Lord and ministry becomes very local focus. But as I've been traveling uh, and as I've been ministering in different places in the last couple of months, I tell you, God is at work. God never stops working. And I want to encourage you with this. Hold your ground as a faithful soldier. Hold your ground and take ownership of it. When you think about the Elgin Community Church, when you think about your neighbors, when you think about your community, when you think about your university, when you think about the, your place of work, when you think about you know even the clubs where you you, you go and, and you know your golf club or or when you if you're part of of, of of social clubs in the in in town, be light, Hallelujah, be a light, be a word of encouragement. Let people know that there is someone in you greater than the one which is in the world. Let people know that God is with you. Let people know that there is, you know, that there is hope in the name of Jesus. That there is salvation in the name of Jesus. Let them know that you're not just bringing a dead religion or a tradition. Let them, let them know that you're bringing something that can transform lives. And that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is nothing and there is no one that can bring people into the right track and into the right path and bring freedom, deliverance, and healing like the name of Jesus. Hold on to that. It's not about liturgy. It's not about the things that we do or we don't do in church or the things that we do different from other congregations. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's about the power of the spirit. It's about the word. Hallelujah. I feel like preaching here this morning. So I want to encourage you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will fall into place. This is me paraphrasing. Everything else will be added. The context is worrying. The context here in the Bible is worrying. Do not worry. The Lord Jesus is encouraging us. He's speaking to our hearts. He knows how much we worry about, about food, about, about, about clothing. Every time I see the news in the UK, every morning, I check the news in my breakfast and I see worries and worries and worries. You are bombarded by worries. Oh, this winter will be tough. Oh, the oil is going up and energy is going up and we, you know, we got rid of someone after 30 days in the job and now we have another one and he's saying, oh, it's going to be more cuts and more taxes and more. Do you think we're living in a different age? This is, this is the same old. This is always the same song. This is worries, worries and worries. And people spend sometimes their time worrying. Their conversations at work is worrying. When we go back home, we are worrying about everything. But remember the words of the Lord Jesus. I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. Do not worry. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and everything else. It will be added to you. Hallelujah. Seek God. Be honest with yourself. Take responsibility and avoid distractions. Let's pray, shall we? Lord, we thank you so much for the privilege we have to be here and the privilege we have to be be known by you, Lord. As I mentioned before, the power to be called sons and daughters of God. Thank you that you are giving us this position of privilege. Lord, we love you. And we ask you, Lord, especially in this transition, Transitions sometimes are difficult and discouraging. Um, Sometimes we don't see the people that we often see and we get discouraged. Um, Sometimes we see people getting disconnected. Sometimes we see people getting distracted. Sometimes we allow panic and fear to lead us. But Lord, I pray for these precious, precious people for this precious church of Elgin Community Church. Lord, I pray your anointing and your blessings upon them. I pray, Lord, for the new leadership that has been put in place. I pray, Lord, for, for the continuation of your purpose and your guidance for this church, which are these beautiful people here for the purpose that you have to reach the city of Elgin and the surrounding, surrounding villages and towns. Lord, I thank you for each and every one of them. And I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus for you to give them strength and vision and power in the name of Jesus. Lord, I encourage them to pray in the spirit for sometimes we don't know what to pray, but the spirit intercedes with your spirit and you know exactly the things that we need for. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that your power, that your Holy Spirit will guide them, Lord. Help us, Lord, to rely on you. Lord, help us to rely on you. Lord, we love you and we need you. We need you, Lord. We need you in Elgin. We need you here in Kinevis in the European Theological Seminary. We need you in Germany. We need you in the whole UK. We need you in Europe. Lord, we need you around the world. We need you, Lord. Strengthen your church. Lord, I believe that there are schemes of the enemy and targets for each culture and each region in the world. But the target is always the same, to take us away from you, to steal our peace, to rob us from the blessings that you have prepared for us. Hallelujah. He has come, Lord, to destroy our soul. And Lord, we pray, believing that you have come to give us life and life more abundantly, and the gates of hell will not prevail. The gates of hell will not prevail. But you are yesterday. You're the same yesterday, today and forever. You don't change, and we can count on you. Lord, boost our faith. Help us to know that we are in a matter of life and death, and that you have given us the power and the tools to be not only conquerors, but more than conquerors. You have called us, Lord, not to survive in this world, but to thrive in the name of Jesus. You have called us, Lord, to be salt and light, to bring transformation. And Lord, we know that we cannot produce that in ourselves, but we can be used by you. Lord, help us to shine our light, the light that you have put in our hearts, so others may see and glorify our Father in heaven. I love you, Lord. Lord, I pray for every ministry. I pray for the worship ministry and the media ministry. I pray for the preaching ministry. I pray for the youth. I pray for the, for the children. I pray for the different social activities that we do as a church. Lord, I pray that you will be upon us, that you will lead us. Lord, I pray for mature believers that are around coming in and out. People like Colin and different preachers and different ministers that are coming around, Lord. Lord, I pray for the council of the church. I pray for John and I pray for Neil, Lord. I pray for your Holy Spirit to be upon Josh and Chema, Lord. I pray for Lauren and I pray for for David, Lord. I pray for for Angie and the Sunday School. I pray for Jimena and Tina and, and Neil in the worship, Lord. I pray for the multimedia, how you are reaching people, Lord, through 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 Zoom and and through um. The productions, I pray for Chema and alls. And Lord, those who are welcoming people at the door, like Andy, Lord, those who are serving teas and coffees, Lord, those who have been there for many, many years, like Carol and Richard and John and Angie, those who were there from the beginning, Lord, I pray for those who, who are serving in different capacities, Lord, I pray for the for the younger blood that are always smiling and always encouraging one another. I pray for Carly, I pray for Abby, I pray for Jillian. I don't want to miss any single name. I pray for Dave, Lord, David, Lord. I just pray for every single one of us, Lord. I pray, Lord, for the older, more mature people who have been faithful for years. Lord, like like Mike and Anne. pray for me, Lord. Or I pray for those who are not there today. And I pray for your Holy Spirit, Lord, to lead them, to guide them, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will, will lead us in a, in, a, in, a, in a manner that you will be pleased. I thank you for Bernadette, Lord. She's a strong pillar. She's been such an amazing blessing for us in, for 10 years. And I pray that you will continue using her in a mighty way. pray for Bernadette, Lord, and her family. Thank you so much, Lord, for for these beautiful, precious people who are my brothers and sisters, and I love them to bits. Thank you, Lord, that they, they they have been a blessing to me and I have been able to grow in you through them. And I pray, Lord, for the for the amazing plan that you have, Lord. I pray for for the new pastors, Lord, and we pray your anointing upon them that you will that they will have a fresh, a fresh vision and a fresh anointing from you, Lord that they will love your people, that they will preach your word to them, that they will preach the good news to Elgin. Lord, I thank you. Thank you for our children who are developing and growing and listening and learning. I pray your anointing and your protection upon them. Facing this broken society and this broken world, let them be salt and light. Rise them as pastors and leaders and evangelists and apostles and prophets and teachers of your word. Use them, Lord, in a mighty way. Lord, help us to look at you, the author and the finisher of our faith, and help us to be encouraged by you. Lord, help us to understand that this by faith and not by sight. The opposite of faith is sight. We may not see things, but Lord, you have encouraged us to trust in you, and that's faith to believe and trust that the things that you have promised, they will come to pass. Not by sight, not by sight, but by faith. Not by our own strength, but by your Spirit, says the Lord. Lord, we love you today. And I pray, Lord, that this word will, be, will become a reality in my brothers and sisters' hearts, and they will be able to leave this room today, Lord, knowing that you have spoken to us And that you have given us instructions as a a military instruction to move forward, to seek you, to be honest with ourselves, to keep us in check, to take responsibility, and to avoid all the distractions that will be thrown at us. Help us to look at you and you alone, Jesus Christ. In your name, Jesus. In your name. Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Thank you that he's our older brother. And he came and gave his life for us. And that he's preparing room. He died, not only died, but he also rose again. And he's preparing room for the church. And he and you send the Holy Spirit to lead the the church and to guide us. And through that, Lord, we are renewed. We are empowered and we are fed. And Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit will guide us and will help us to keep on having fellowship with one another. Father, be glorified and be exalted this morning above everything. Receive the glory, the honor, you and only you, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. I love you guys. I love you very much. I miss you a lot. God bless you.